If you're looking for answers and references with regard to your daily experiences as you take your trip and journey to the great life of 20s, you came to the right place. In every book, there's a chapter, there's a story, and a character. Characters who are willing to share their experiences in their life as 20s, stories wherein you can relate, understand, and grasp the ideals and wonders of this generation, and finally, a chapter where everyone can write their own unique story. My name is Marks Medina, and welcome to Chapter 20s. Good day everyone, it is the 25th of September and welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to discuss three important skills that we need to master in our 20s. And that is how to create, develop, and maintain relationships. Have you ever heard of the saying that in life, it's not always what you know, but most of the time, it's who you know? Well. We are in the age where having good relationships is a must. Maybe for personal or for work, it is always healthy to have positive relationship with the people around you. Let's face it, when you have better connection with the people around you, it gives you a higher chance of surviving and moving up. Having good relationship with your friends and family will help you build that core support in your life. And that whatever happens, you know that you have people to run to during uncertain times. And of course, having a good connection with the people in your workplace will give you that sense of comfort and at the same time leverage. Also, we have to remember that at the end of the day, it is not enough to just create and build relationships with people. You need to learn how to maintain them. I remember my mom telling me about how you will go back to your high school and college friends when you get older. She told me that there's a different sense of happiness that she gets from them. And I didn't quite get it, so I asked her to expound. She told me that you get different kinds of happiness from different people in your life and you don't need to be old to know this. She asked me to try and remember my happy moments when I'm with my family and compare it to my happy moments when I'm with my friends and colleagues. And I realized right away that there's an indescribable distinction amongst them. And this is the very reason why we need to maintain a positive relationship with these people in our lives. We cannot just choose and let go of the others. It is not easy to build and develop relationships, so it is also important to keep in touch and maintain them. I know it sounds selfish, but there will come a time that these connections that you built over time will be useful. So today, I'll give you the steps on how to build, develop, and maintain relationships from scratch. But before we head on to that, let's take a short break. If there's a skill that I have developed most throughout my career as a marketing and sales professional, it is the relationship building skills. 
and learned how to assess, approach, and use it to benefit all the people involved in the process. And this step-by-step process that I'm going to discuss today can be used not only for work, but also for personal relationships. So let's head on to step number one. Observe and know why. Well, it is not the best idea to jump into a conversation with someone blindly, especially if your goal is to build rapport with them. You need to observe first. Ask yourself the basic questions. Is it the best time and place to make a conversation? Is he or she in a good mood? What is your first impression of the person? Or is there anything genuinely interesting about that person that you can talk about? Maybe the person's clothes, watch, or maybe what the person is drinking as of the moment. Is there anything common between the both of you? Because knowing this before you jump into a conversation will give you a leverage and control of the situation. Also, it is important to know your why. Why do you want to converse with a person? What is your end goal? Do you just want the person to be your friend? Do you see them as an asset for your future endeavors? The why part is very important because when you know your purpose, it will be easier for you to position yourself and know which foot to put forward. Of course, you would use different approaches depending on your goal. I imagine that your choice of words would be different if you're approaching a friend, client, or your boss. Always remember to observe and know your why first. Now, we can move on to step number two. Probing and listening. The main purpose of this step is for you to learn more about them and make them comfortable talking to you. This step will clarify your initial observations and the person will either justify or invalidate your whys. Well, we were raised to be natural listeners anyway. From the moment we were born, we listened until we learned how to speak. When we were at school, only the teachers can speak unless they allow you to do so, right? So, it is very refreshing for any individual to be given the chance to speak and be heard. This will make them feel comfortable and good about you. Now, step number three, share. Now that you've given him or her the chance to talk and see what's on their mind, Now it's time for you to share and use the information that the person gave you during the time he or she was telling a story. Try your best to create a bridge and suggest similarities. You need to have the presence of mind and attentiveness. You cannot just passively listen. You need to absorb and digest the information because from all the questions that you threw and the answer that the person conveyed, there must be at least one experience or story that you can relate to, right? This bridge that you're building will be the foundation of your relationship and will be the initial base of your preceding conversations. Okay, so once we're done with this, we can proceed to number four. In my opinion and personal experience, this is the hardest step in the process. Investing time. This won't be a problem if you really like the person and you're committed to put time and effort to build a good relationship with him or her. The hard part comes in when you're doing it for work. 
like spending time with arrogant clients or people you don't really like. But remember, the more time you invest in a person, the more serious they perceive you to be. And the reason why I word it as investment is because this is something that goes along with time. It is not a result that you can see or measure in hours or days. It might take months or years before you can harvest what you planted. And the longer you build the relationship, the deeper the roots of your investment will reach. And just like the old strong tree, only extreme storms or catastrophes can bring it down. Now, those four steps alone might be a little overwhelming to hear, but I'm pretty sure it's something that anyone can do. And just before I continue to discuss the next steps, let's take a short break. Alright, let's head on to step number 5. This is one of the most important steps in the process and I call it the golden trash. By this time, you know what things are important and not important to the person. Use it as a bullet and a leverage for you to build trust and reliance. You also need to know how to play the part and make it seem like it's equally important to you. I know it sounds bad, but I guarantee you, the end will justify the means. Let me give you a real-life example. One day, my neighbor was letting go of some items to decongest their house, and I saw that they were trying to get rid of some action figures that looked brand new. So as I was browsing into it, I saw a Stephen Curry action figure. I immediately remembered one of my clients because I know that he is a huge fan. I asked my neighbor if I can have that piece and fortunately they gave it to me. So the following day, I visited a client and told him that I have something for him. Now this is where playing the part comes in. All I had to do was to put in a little extra emotion in the storytelling to give more impact to the situation. I told him that when I saw the action figure, I remembered him and immediately grabbed it because I know he likes the player very much. The very thought of me remembering him and giving him a small gift made him very happy. Of course, he's rich, he owns a business, and he can buy pretty much whatever he wants. So. It's not about the monetary value of the item. It made him realize that I was paying attention to the stories and the conversations we had in the past. And this little gesture that I made, it resulted to millions of dollars worth of contracts. Up to now, that action figure is still in his office and I'm pretty sure that every time he looks at it, he'll remember me as his account manager and most importantly, quote unquote, as a friend. Well, like the old saying goes, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Now let's head on to step number six. Reap what you sow. For any kind of relationship to work out, it needs to be two-way. It needs to be giving and receiving. Now that you've given the person your time and effort and quote-unquote golden trash, it's time for you to get something in return. Again, it sounds bad, but it is necessary to build a healthy relationship. You need to ask for favors from time to time, just so he wouldn't feel so much indebted to you. Last 
but also one of the most important thing, number seven, maintaining the relationship. With all the time and effort you put into building it, it will be such a waste if it all goes down to drain just because you guys haven't been in touch for a long time. What you should do is to create a list of friends and visit it from time to time. Just take a few moments to text or call them and ask how they're doing. This will help maintain all your connections and who knows, the text might bring you something good. And those are the steps on how to create, develop, and maintain relationships. In the process, I'm pretty sure that you will mix, omit, or even add some steps, but just remember, relationship building is a skill that anyone can hone and master. If you were able to relate to some of the items I just discussed, that means what you are experiencing is normal. If you know a friend or a family member who's also in their 20s and need guidance, please share this podcast with them. I promise to give you real-life experiences, challenges, and how our Code20 survived and resolved them. That being said, please do not forget to rate and give this podcast a review. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram account so you're updated when we release a new episode. The IG handle is chapter20s.podcast. You can also join our Facebook group which is under chapter20s as well. We'd love to hear from you so feel free to send us feedback, questions, and suggestions. Lastly, please check out my band's first single on Spotify entitled Our Love by Almost Millennials. Again, Thank you and see you on the next podcast episode.